Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. With KHON2 weather, Chevy Chevalier. 653 on this wonderful Wednesday. We are your weather source for the 2023 Central Pacific Hurricane season forecast. Tomorrow we're going to have the forecast. Live stream will be doing a Facebook Live with me, Justin, and Kamankapili after after the uh, the forecast and uh, we are going to have I've been prepping you all week we have it on our web page we have on uh, preparedness on uh, your cell phone your tablet now this is the forecast we get the forecast tomorrow the official one for for the Central Pacific you know there's a Central Pacific 140 degrees to the International Dateline there's the Eastern Pacific and then there's the Western Pacific but the um, the National Weather Service as you I guess you could say for Mexico has given a forecast for for, for the Central Pacific and Eastern Pacific combined. They do all one, which I think is a good idea. Last year, the Eastern Pacific had 19 named storms, 10 hurricanes, four of which became major hurricanes. None developed in the Central Pacific. Actually, none have developed since 2018 in the Central Pacific area. The average season for the whole Pacific, except for the Western, is 15 named storms, eight hurricanes, and four major hurricanes. Their forecast for the Central Pacific and Eastern combined is 16 to 22 named storms, 7 to 11 hurricanes, and 3 to 5 major hurricanes. Now, if you wonder, that's slightly above normal, and that's what I expect tomorrow. Uh, we are going to start warming up the waters. Could be uh, El Nino conditions as soon as July, and uh, we should stay warm of the sea surface temperatures all the way through the rest of the season. So that makes sense to see a slightly above average uh, forecast. So uh, we're going to take a look at Marwa. This is the one that affected Guam. Uh, the eye of the storm passed just to the north of the surface. 30-mile-wide island, uh, but did a lot of damage. And, it, you know, landfall really doesn't matter. Uh, just it, it still gets the impacts of it. The strongest winds are right around the center. But uh, this is going to continue on, and it's got Taiwan and the Philippines in its sights. So we'll see uh, how that goes. I mean, that's uh, next week, but still there's a chance for them to see that. Just make sure you have food, gas, medications, cash on hand, and uh, batteries, uh, cell phone chargers, all that uh, in your supply kit. All right, so we're looking at windy conditions uh, today once again, and you can see the radar. Just isolated showers. After we get rid of those showers, we're going to see uh, breezy and mostly sunny skies, breezy to windy. We had a gust of 40 at the Kahlua Airport yesterday. This goes right through the weekend, all the winds weaken a little bit Saturday into Sunday. More on your forecast in a few minutes. Now Betty has your surf information. Good morning, Betty. Hey, Chevy. Uh, yeah, good morning. Not much surf to tell you about today, that's for sure. The North Star's looking flat this morning. Maybe some one-footers coming uh, through. But low tide, check it out. It's around noontime today, and the surf gets a little bit bigger uh, when those uh, tides go out. So flat to a foot. Uh, on the North Shore, it's uh, flat to a foot, maybe occasional two on the west side. Uh, Makaha's picking up a little bit of a, this uh, southwesterly swell. Uh, southwest coming in about one, maybe some three-footers once in a while. Uh, when it's coming from the south, it takes a long time to get up to the island, so it's very slow incoming. So you got to wait for those bigger sets to come through. Waikiki's flat to one, maybe an occasional two there. Sandy Beach more solid in the two-foot range or so. Nice morning conditions, though. It's a beautiful day so far. Trades are light, uh, and they're going to get lighter 
um, uh, through Friday, so 15 to 20 today on the trades. High tides 7.30 at 4 tenths, low tides around 11.45, and sunset 7.07, rising around 5.51 uh, right now. As Chevy just mentioned, Super Typhoon Mawar has hit Guam as a very strong Category 4 storm with sustained winds of 140 miles an hour. As much as 25 inches of rain and a storm surge of four to six feet were also expected. Many communities on the 212 square mile island have been without power since last night and some in the south have lost water service. The extent of the damage still unknown right now. The Red Cross is hoping for the best but preparing for the worst. We actually have a staging area and a readiness area that's set up in Los Angeles right now. And that is where volunteers and supplies are getting ready. And as soon as it is possible to get them to Guam, they'll be on a plane and you know equipment will be shipped over, uh, boat, plane, however we can get it. Anyone who wants to help is encouraged to donate. Log on to KHON2.com to see how you can do that. Awar is forecast to continue moving towards north-northwestern areas and may threaten Taiwan next week. You have another chance today to learn more and ask questions about the defueling of Red Hill. The Joint Task Force Red Hill is hosting another open house at Keihi Lagoon Memorial Park. The task force will present a series of short videos and storyboards to explain the updated plans for the defueling process. That meeting at the Alfred Los Banos Hall begins at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Also today, the city is asking for feedback on updated rules when it comes to personalized license plates. It's part of the city's ongoing efforts to crack down on offensive language that some drivers want on their plates. The city says over the past three years, there's been a 6% increase in the number of applications rejected because they were either profane, encouraged violence, or sexually explicit. This morning's hearing begins at 9 a.m. at Kapolei Halle. Also a reminder from transportation officials, buckle up. The national click-it-or-ticket campaign is underway and runs through June 4th. Transportation officials say law enforcement officers will be stepping up enforcement and issuing citations day and night. The DOT says out of the 14 traffic deaths from January 1st to May 10th, six were not wearing seat belts. If caught not wearing a seat belt, the fine is $102 on Oahu, Maui and the Big Island and $112 on Kauai. If you're looking for work, just head over to Dole Cannery today. Work Hawaii is holding a hiring event there from 9 this morning until 1 p.m. More than 70 employers are participating, including city and state agencies. There will also be resume and interview skill workshops. Registration is encouraged but not required to participate. The Maui Humane Society is faced with a devastating decision. For the first time in years, they may have to euthanize some animals due to extreme overcrowding. The shelter says it currently has more than 130 dogs in its care and only 40 kennels. Staff and advocates are working tirelessly to find homes for those animals, but say the rate of dog adoptions is not enough to keep up with the growing number of dogs it's receiving. We've had to make a list 
of animals who are at risk for euthanasia. These are animals who have the potential to be adopted and thrive in new homes, but we just don't have room for them. We have pursued many options, including building more kennels, getting more money, sending more animals off island. This is a complex issue with no easy solution. We can't let this crisis continue and we can't let the animals down. The Maui Humane Society says there is a wait list to surrender animals because 40% of all surrenders are due to a lack of pet-friendly housing. And that was your morning news. Find all these stories and more on KHON2.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Then tune in right back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. for everything you need to know with KHON2GO.